What's up, everybody? This is John Odermatt, the host of Felony Friday. And before we get rolling into today's show, I want to take a quick moment to talk about coffee. That's right, coffee. The Lions of Liberty, we have partnered up with Anarcho Coffee, and we are selling our very own coffee. It's called the Morning Roar. It is a medium dark roast that has cupping notes of lemon lime, caramel, black pepper, and brown sugar. It is delicious. You can pick up some of this coffee by going to lionsofliberty.com slash coffee. We have a way there on your first purchase. You can get 10% off, but if you join the Pride, for $10 and up, you can actually get more than that. You can get 15% off every single order. Buy some coffee, support the Lions of Liberty, support another great libertarian company as well. Everybody wins. Lionsofliberty.com slash coffee. Welcome to Felony Friday a presentation of the Lions of Liberty podcast. Here is your host, John Odermatt. Felons, friends, and freedom lovers, welcome back to another edition of Felony Friday, your favorite show that focuses every single week on exposing injustice or just talking about really cool, uh, innovative businesses in the criminal justice system, which is what we'll be doing today. Got a great episode today. You guys are absolutely going to love it. I'll introduce my guest in just a minute. Just want to remind you guys, Felony Friday is one of three shows on the Lions of Liberty podcast. You can get all three shows by subscribing on your podcatcher, whatever podcatcher that is. There's way too many of them to list. Uh, You want to subscribe so you get our Monday show hosted by Mark Clare, where Mark interviews leaders in the Liberty Movement. Our Wednesday show hosted by Brian McWilliams. It's called Electric Liberty Land. It's a focus on current events and uh, comedy culture and liberty. And, of course, Felony Friday, every Friday. And mixed in is this time of year, especially up until the election, you will get our presidential debate recaps as well. You just heard uh, two of those yesterday. I believe. I'm recording this episode ahead of time, but I'm pretty sure you heard them yesterday. Hopefully you enjoy them. We have a lot of fun uh, putting those together. Um, Not necessarily a lot of fun watching the debates, but the follow-up, talking about them, is is generally pretty fun. So hopefully you guys enjoy uh, listening to us make fun of these uh, Democratic candidates. And eventually, whenever the general starts making fun of the Republican candidate, Donald Trump, as well. So... That's all I got, guys. I want to get to this show as quickly as possible. Uh, the show notes page for this episode with links to everything we talked about and the website for this very innovative business that we're going to talk about, you can find it on the show notes page at lionsofliberty.com slash FF187, because this is episode 187 of Felony Friday. And let's get rolling into today's episode. My guest today on Felony Friday is Ken Jenkins. Ken is the founder of R3 Contingencies. R3 Contingencies offers those with a criminal record, communication, financial, and transportation services, in addition to helping locate other resources such as employment. Ken, welcome to Felony Friday. Thanks for having me. Big time fan of your show and your work. I'm kind of nervous to be on here, not going to lie. Well, there's nothing to be nervous about. We're just having a, a conversation that a few 
thousand people will listen to later. But uh, <laughs> thanks, man. <laughs> this is this is all about giving you a a platform to uh, to share your story, to share uh, the cool stuff you've been working on, and you know, a little peek behind the curtain for the listeners out there is. You reached out to me, I don't know, a week or two weeks ago, something like that. And uh, we're talking about, we're really asking me for feedback on uh, R3 contingencies. And as you were asking me, I started looking into the the site of what you were doing and uh, I figured out that you would be an awesome guest to have on because I think this is just an incredible program. The, the work you're doing in the criminal justice system is, is awesome. So I want to... Uh, want to talk about all that stuff, but before we go down that road so my listeners can learn about you, about what makes you tick. Uh, if you could just start out with just some general stuff uh, about your background. Uh, where'd you grow up? Or where are you from originally? I grew up all over the place. I actually like to think of myself as a farmer because I spent the first 12 years of my life on a farm, horses, cows, pigs, whole nine yards. And after that, we just kind of moved around California, New York, New Hampshire, Florida, Massachusetts. It's all over the place. R3 contingencies, I want to talk about that, but um, I get the feeling, I get the feeling because I know there is, but there was some uh, some motivation, some personal experiences that uh, that led you down this path. So could you talk about, you know, your experiences with the criminal justice system that kind of motivated you and gave you a, a reason to, to put this together? Well, my uh, unfortunate encounter with the legal system, as I like to call it, I got arrested. And upon getting arrested, I was at my house, thankfully, so I was dressed. And they patted me down, took my wallet, threw it onto the couch, took my cell phone, and then brought me down to the police station. Now, they let me go, but they didn't give me anything back. I didn't have my wallet. I didn't have my cell phone. I had nothing. And they're like, well, you can call someone. I don't know about you, but I know like one number off the top of my head, and they don't answer random phone calls. Yeah, I think the only number, other than my wife's number, the only number I know off the top of my head is my childhood phone number growing up. I think that's it. Yep, yep. <laughs> so like, well, do you want to call someone? And I called the one person I knew. And of course, I'm a random number, so they don't pick up. So yeah, I ended up walking home. It was a rainy night, and it gave me a lot of time to think. Mm-hmm. And at that current point in time, I was in business consulting, and I sold insurance. How many years ago was this? Uh, about a year and a half, actually. Oh, not long. Okay. I moved fast. <laughs> <laughs> so w- what did you get arrested for? Can you say? Uh, possession and intent. Okay. <clears throat> so the cops, they had a warrant to, to search your house? or? Oh, yeah. If you've never had your house searched before, I would highly advise against it. Everything gets torn up upside down. They leave footprints on your bed, your kid's bed. It's a pretty bad sense of violation. And if it turns out they were wrong, it's, oops, you don't even get a sorry. So were you still there when they were searching or did oh, they haul no. you off and then? They took me away. Yeah. It's probably better that way. I mean, it's not good to have your house searched, but to have to watch it happen would probably be pretty nerve wracking too. That's probably equally nerve wracking. I don't know which is better. So this happens, you get arrested, you get taken down to the station. Um, did you end up... Obviously, you made it home that night. You walked home. You didn't have any phone numbers to get a ride, though. But did you end up getting charged, convicted? What happened with that? I have had no convictions. Okay. So, yeah, it doesn't matter. 
innocent or not. I'm not sure if you've heard that saying. You can beat the rap, but you're still going for the ride. Mm-hmm. There was a man down in Florida who had a uh, license plate that said, I eat ASS. Not sure if I could say that, but yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> he got arrested for it. It's just a freaking yeah. bumper sticker on the back of his car. I remember that. <laughs> yeah. And it turned out the judge looked at the cop. He's like, no, none of this is right. <laughs> His first of his first amendment covers this and no, that's not how you passively resist arrest. No, he did nothing wrong. Get out of here. And he still got arrested. If his mother hadn't been able to bail him out, he would have lost time at work and who knows how long he would have been sitting in a cell for. How long ago did that happen? That was like within the past couple of months, right? It was. It's actually one of the ones I use to help promote my product. Okay. So what is your product? Well, I guess, well, let's, let's, let's take this through linearly and go through what, what happened. You ended up getting arrested. You were not convicted uh, of anything. Um, Correct. But you, had, you had this experience. Um, so the wheels start turning in your mind. What, what's, the first, you know, what's the first step you took? Did you start researching to see if there were services out there like this or what happened next? Uh, I started researching to see if there was anything like this and there wasn't. And then I started researching being like, well, is there anyone to actually help you when you get out of jail? Well, you have the state, but their system is absolute garbage. We'll go into that a little later. And I started calling all the places on the list that I found here. Other than two halfway houses, all the others had went under. There was literally nothing. So the, you said the list you have, that, that was a list that, where'd you get the list from? Was it just online? Okay. Yeah. But so you're in New Hampshire, is that correct? That is or? correct. Okay. So you found nothing like this. Did you just start? Did you decide to build a website, or what, I mean, what was what was the process? First thing I did is I got it registered with the state, and then I built a website. Then I got my tax number. Then I started promoting it. And in New Hampshire, our uh, laws here are concerning knives and guns are very loose. I can tell you what our knife laws are. We don't have any. We don't care what you carry. We don't care how you carry it. As long as you don't do anything stupid with it, we're good. That's good. I like However, that knife law. Me too. If you go right across the border to Massachusetts, if the blade's over three inches, it's a problem. If it locks back, it's a problem. If it's serrated, it's a problem. What you're saying is you know people who have done that and been arrested crossing that border? for having a knife that uh, you know might be an inch too long for Massachusetts law? Oh, yeah. One guy, actually a client of ours, got arrested. He had a Gerber knife on him. That's literally about the size of your pinky. He got arrested because it locked back. Yeah, that feature that most people like so the blade doesn't come down and hit your fingers while yeah, you're using it. That's, that's what makes it like a, a useful knife. Like- <laughs> no kidding, right? <laughs> like a safety hazard otherwise do they even sell knives like that that don't lock back um yes they do like your typical swiss army knife is like that oh true yeah like you know the grandpa old timers knives the really really old school pocket knives yeah those Mm -hmm. don't lock with your service say somebody ventures into because your service does cover massachusetts as, as well correct correct so say somebody this happens that they venture into massachusetts and they get pulled over maybe they're speeding or something and maybe the officer says they smell something in the car so they somehow end up searching your car and they find this knife that locks back or maybe it's serrated 
Um, and this person ends up in prison. They take their cell phone, take everything from them. What is wh- What does your service give them that, that's able to help them? Well, most of the uh, local jails around here actually know to look for our card in the wallet. And our membership card says, stop. If this person's being arrested or incarcerated, call this number and list their membership number. They may already have their bail set for them. And believe it or not, jails like this. Because there's nothing worse than putting someone through the entire process of getting them in the system, their clothes set, their shoes, assigning them a cell, having them make a phone call. And two hours later, you're checking them back out. They hate Mm -hmm. that. It sucks for everyone involved. So what happens if this doesn't happen? And assuming they missed it, you don't have your wallet, whatever. You just call us, 978-K-O-N-W-N-W-E-N-T. You say, hey, my name's Joe, member number 0071. I'm arrested over here, and this is my bail. And I go, cool, I got you covered. And depending on what it lists in your services, some people are like, well, call my boss if it's a Monday through Friday. Don't call my boss if it's you know Saturday or Sunday. Call my wife if I get arrested for this. Call my brother if I get arrested for that. Call my dog sister, sitter if you think I'm going to be in jail for a week so on and so forth. So is this like, are you calling these people or is, do you have, is it an automated program or how does, how does that work? We have a call center. Okay. And, and yes, they look it up with the CRM and then proceed to make the calls depending on what notes you have listed. That's awesome. So do you have different, like how do people subscribe to this service? How, how do they get set up? Uh, We have different levels, everything from iron to gold. Our cheapest being $5 a month and our most expensive being $120. So what type of individual would go for the $120 level possibly? I mean, is it somebody that maybe thinks that the police are after them or maybe they're already on probation or something? In my experience, people who do the gold level plan are either – high-level white-collar people, like believe it or not, DAs and dentists get arrested a lot. Someone who's already been arrested once and now is doing okay, because once you've been arrested after the cop swipes your license and they see that, oh, you have a criminal record, Hmm. the benefit of the doubt goes right out the window. Or concealed carry holders who journey into Massachusetts and don't want to chance it. Yeah. Uh, so how would it work? You said people can pre can set their bail up ahead of time. So would it be like, is it like linked to their bank account where are they able to set it up? So whatever, like would it, maybe there's a limit on how much the bail can be they're willing to pay that it would directly fund it or how does that work? That is actually covered underneath your membership. If you are a silver or gold member, we will pay your bail for you depending on how much it is. And then we'll also send an Uber to pick you up and take you home. What do you mean you, you what do you mean you'll pay the bail? Like it We will pay a bail commissioner whatever uh, up to the set amount is, and after that you get bailed out and that's that. Oh, so it's actually it's not coming from the individual's funds who got arrested. It's coming from our yes. three contingencies or yes, it's all covered in your membership funds. Yeah. Okay. So it's like an insurance policy almost. Correct. We just can't legally say that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it's, 
it's a wacky world we live in. When you have things like this that are actually that function like insurance policies, you can't call them insurance. But when you have health insurance, which is nothing like insurance, that's insurance. Makes perfect sense. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Ken, so you're in two states now. Um, this is an awesome service. I'm sure there's uh, probably demand for it. I would assume everywhere across the country. I mean, this could blow up. Um, are there plans to expand? Are there things holding you back from expanding? What needs to happen for the for you to you know branch out across the country? Uh, we are planning to expand probably into Florida soon. Other than that, if someone's listening and they want us to come to their state, just email us and be like, hey, I want you to come to my state. Chances are, if you want to buy a gold plan, we will be in your state within two weeks at most. Really? So there's no like bureaucratic hurdles to get it set up in another state or does it depend on which state it is? Is I'm assuming like New York or California might be a little more problematic. Yeah. Yeah. But I have a very good operations manager who absolutely loves paperwork. I would be totally lost without them, but they navigate that like a great white shark hitting a wave. That's awesome. So like how many members can you say roughly how many members you have now? Um, last time I checked, it was a little over 2000. Wow. That's awesome. And like, what are, is there a percentage of people that have, that have used the service or something like that? Uh, it depends on what your definition of use the services. I mean, we aren't just for, you know, if you're incarcerated, some of our members are veterans who suffer from blackouts and wind out in and wind up in the hospital. Hmm. I mean, you don't have your cell phone again. How many numbers do you have memorized? How many people answer a random number? Right. And we still provide all the same services. On top of that, we'll set up a dog sitter if you need one. Have Uber Eats deliver you a decent meal because I don't know about you, but I hate hospital food. So really, your family really this could branch this could branch outside of the criminal justice system. It is. It is branching way outside that actually. That's interesting. So what other did we not did we talk about all the services that are offered? Is there anything else we didn't touch on? Oh, we do quite a bit more. Uh, recently we started paying speeding tickets if you got caught with that. Because we found out a lot of our members, they started buying this for their kids when they go off to college. Because let's face it, you're going to do stupid crap. I did stuff when I was a kid. I'm like, holy crap. How did I ever survive that? Yeah, me, It's just me one too, of those man. things. <laughs> well, that, that's, that's incredible. So you, you'll pay speeding tickets, I'm sure, up to a certain amount, depending on you know, what it is. Um, would that be speeding? Is it dependent upon the state? Would it have to be right now since you're in New Hampshire, Massachusetts, in those two states? Uh, nope. As long as it falls within the parameters, we'll pay it in any state. We also pay parking tickets. That's a big one in college. The parking tickets aren't much, but they're 10 bucks a pop. And if you don't pay them immediately, they really start to hit you. So our members just scan it in, send it to us, and we pay it for them. That's incredible. So so what what is your business set up as? What entity is it? Is it a – I mean, is this – it's for-profit, right? It's not a nonprofit yes. organization? We're going to have to start a nonprofit branch soon because we have people saying, hey, can, can I come and help? And I'm like, legally, no, I have to pay you. And right now, I just can't. Yeah, I, I need more before I can do this. So right now, people have, when they sign up, um, depending on the level, what you mail them, 
a card that they have. Yep. Eventually, well, I guess, I guess there could be an app, maybe. But then, if the cops take your cell phone, I guess you can't use the app, really. Correct. <laughs> Which is why we're keeping this old school. Right. Right. We also have a double blind feature, which is I can't even access your information without you. So if you ever get arrested and you call me up, you go, hi, my, num- my member number is 00726. And this is my 12 digit number to access my account. Mm-hmm. It's actually done via crypto contract. So you have a 12 digit number and I have a 12 digit number and I enter that into the blockchain system. And then your information populates. Wow. So I could be like, okay, now I can call your contacts. That way, if the police ever come to us and say, hey, hey, who did John call? And I go, beats me. Let me see your records. Okay. Here's his name, his address, and how he pays me. This is all you have? Yeah, this is all I have. Sorry. <laughs> That's incredible. So what what type of blockchain is that like associated with a with a certain blockchain or is that did you build it yourself or that is just actually a variation of a uh, crypto contract it's not even all that difficult okay the only issue is i literally can't access your account without you and if you add, and if you lose those uh 12 digits i give you i i am sol man it is really secure well that's i'm sure people are going to lose those digits <laughs> but uh we actually also offer various bits of jewelry and trinkets that have those digits encoded on them for you. Man, you are an entrepreneur. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> and on top of that, some of us buy us for our reentry services because when you get out of prison, it's not good. Most jails. Okay, quick thing. Prison's more than a year. Jail is a year or less. Okay. Prisons normally do have some sort of re-entry program. It's garbage, but they have one. Jails normally don't because, you know, you're only in here less than a year. I'm sure your job's waiting for you when you get out, right? Right, right. (laughs) And how the state does it is they have a federal database and they look at it and say, okay, look, these are all the places known to hire people with records. Mm -hmm. The problem being there are places on this like Tesla I mean, hey, awesome, great company. I'd like a car from them someday. But they don't exactly do business in New Hampshire. Yeah. And the other ones like McDonald's, Home Depot, it's like, okay, these are franchises. So it's ultimately up to the franchise owner whether or not they want to hire someone with a record. Right. Us, on the other hand, I personally have been to, oh, good Lord, over 73 businesses so far. I've talked to HR. I've talked to the people who work there. I know exactly who they want, what they're willing to accept, and what they won't. So when we send you to a place, you can be guaranteed they aren't going to turn you down because you have a criminal record. Right. They might turn you down for another reason, but it won't be because of the criminal record. Correct. And some places just are so desperate for people right now, they do not care. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have. I mean, I have noticed that it seems like most small businesses, restaurants, seems like right now that every place is hiring. At least around me, I don't know exactly why. Maybe it has something to do with, uh, I don't know. Maybe young kids just don't want to work today, and they're just not filling those jobs. Maybe it has something to do with uh, the crackdown on illegal immigration, or who the heck knows. But um, seems like there are at least jobs in those sectors. 
But Ken, I'm kind of curious, kind of to backtrack a little bit, just to learn a little bit more about you. Um, obviously, you sound like you're you're a libertarian. Um, just curious, what uh, what sent you down that path? Were you just born out of your mother's womb a libertarian, or did uh, did you have a conversion like the rest of us, or most of us? Uh, I had a conversion. I actually used to be a dyed-in-the-wool Republican, and oh, those evil Democrats and blah blah blah. Yeah, I I was young and dumb. I'm not proud of it. <laughs> but what really converted me was learning about party dues in the systems. After that, I was like, okay, I'm done with this crap. The whole system's bad. There's no winning this. It doesn't matter who we put in office. They can be the whitest knight in the world, but when they get up there, they're still as filthy as everyone else. Yeah, um, I, I have a similar story. I was also a uh, Republican. I was a, I was a hardcore neocon. I mean, I remember when I was a kid growing up and l- l- watching on TV – as George H.W. Bush, when he was president during the the first Iraq war, was at Desert Storm or Desert Shield. I forget which which was first. Um, watching bombs rain down on Iraq and the news is broadcasting it and you're seeing the bright lights. And it was like watching fireworks. It was exciting. But thinking, I mean, thinking back on that today, it's it's sickening that, uh, that, that I felt that way. But uh, yeah, I... I had a conversion similar to you and uh, mine was through, through Ron Paul. And, um, you know, I am a member of the libertarian party, but the more that I, more that I get involved in party politics, even with the libertarian party, the more that I, uh, I'm starting to side with you there. I, I don't know. I don't know if it's really the path towards Liberty. I think more what you're working on here with this, uh, very innovative business here is probably more of a, uh, a path towards Liberty. I'd like to think so, but uh, I I don't know, man. I actually went to the uh, Libertarian event here that they host in New Hampshire. can't remember what it's called. Liberty Fest, I believe. Mm-hmm. And I thought people there would be like excited about this product. No one cared. They're like, oh, that's neat. Which is one of the issues we've had. No one thinks they're going to get arrested. And let's face it, unless you got arrested for something totally awesome like hey i stole a tiger from the bronx zoo rode it and led the police on a four mile chase (laughs) or you got arrested for something really stupid like walking backwards after sunset chances are you don't even want to talk about it that's probably true but i think with uh honestly most of my audience (laughs) this is a, a product probably a lot of my audience will be interested in but uh which is that's why I'm glad you're on, and uh, I'll definitely link to everything on the show notes page, and I'll, I'll give you a, some time to plug here in a minute. But I think expanding to you, you know, talking about expanding to people if they're in, you know, get injured or you know, go unconscious, end up in a hospital to that, or college students, or I think speeding tickets is huge. I know a lot of people who get like a speeding ticket almost every year. Parking tickets as well. People who live in a, in a city, and you know, sometimes it makes more sense. If they're in a rush, if they just have to park and run into a building, that they just risk getting the ticket because they got to make this meeting and they come out and, oh, shit, I got a $50 ticket. But uh, it's just a risk that that people take. So I think that could be a way to expand because you're absolutely right. Nobody thinks they're going to get arrested. People forget that, you know, they say 
the normal citizen commits three felonies per day, people think, oh, but that's not me. I don't actually do that. But yeah, you start to look through the things you're doing and you probably have committed two to three felonies today. Um, but but yeah, I, I think this this will catch on and maybe people... Uh, I, I'm, I have an entrepreneurial background. Maybe I'm more in tune with this type of stuff and others can't really see the see the vision of it, but I, I can definitely see it and I'm, I'm excited to see where it goes. With that being said, please tell my audience how they can learn more about it, how they can subscribe and anything else you want to talk about from the services that we missed out. Well, if anyone in the audience wants to look at it, the website is www.letterr.com as in the color red, 3-kon.com. And from there, you can see a good chunk of the services we offer. They all aren't up there because we are constantly adding more to what we do. If you want us to come in your state and we're not there, hit the contact button, email us, tell us where you are, and we'll tell you what you need. Sometimes we just need one person to buy a gold plan, or if you can't do that, Get some of your friends together. Have like six or seven of you buy a bronze plan, and we will be up there in two weeks, sometimes even less than that. One of the other services we offer is, not sure if you're aware of this, but if employers hire someone who was recently released, they can actually get $2,400 in a tax deduction off their taxes. Oh, wow. Yeah, that was actually one of my big sellers to a construction company. I was like, look, I got 10 guys here who had just recently released. Do the math. And he was like, oh, I'm like, yeah. And guess what? I got someone I could even subcontract that paperwork out for you for a small fee. And he was like, yep, I like how this sounds. That's awesome. Yeah, well, that's uh, – is there a cap on that? Or is that – Do they? can you bring in as many people – can you use that as many times as you want to if you're a business owner in a year? You That is as many people as you can hire. That's pretty cool. Yeah. That's good. I mean, it's nice when the federal government lets you keep some of your money. That's nice. Isn't it? Isn't it? <laughs> Ken, I, you know, I'm a, I'm a big fan of what you're doing here. I think that's obvious from this conversation. Um, you know, I wish you the best of luck. And I just want to encourage the listeners out there to please – um, go to uh, the RG, RG, R3 Contingencies website. I will link to it on the show notes page, which will be at lionsofliberty.com F, uh, slash FF187. And uh, this is the interview with Ken Jenkins. So check that out, guys. And Ken, thank you so much for coming on the show. No problem. Oh, one last thing. almost forgot. Set this one up just for your audience members. When they go to log on and to buy an account, if they type in John O one, they get two extra calls added to their account. Absolutely free. Fantastic. Free calls, free calls for the felony Friday listeners. I love it. <laughs> it's almost like free money from the government, but it's not the government. <laughs> True. And it never hurts to have a few more people who you can reach out to. Absolutely. All right, Ken. Well, thank you so much for being uh, generous with your time, and I wish you the best of luck with this venture. Thanks a lot, John. Have a good one. Hope you guys enjoyed today's episode with Ken Jenkins of R3 Contingencies. And I know it came across during the interview, but I am super excited about this business, about the 
possibility of expansion, and I hope you guys check it out. Definitely go to the show notes page to learn more about it. Um, I'll definitely definitely be keeping my eye on uh, R3 contingencies to see and to watch it expand across the country. And honestly, I will probably be getting a subscription myself. So uh, when I do that, uh, I will, I'll let you guys know. But, uh, you know, this is, I mentioned during the show, you know, and I've seen a bunch of different people list, um, you know, ways to get involved in libertarian politics, ways to influence policies, ways to change the world, ways to make everything better. Um, honestly, I think really there's a couple of different ways to make things better. Um, near the top of the list, I think above politics, is starting a business um, that really impacts people and circumvents the system to give them more freedom. So this is not in any legal way, but this is just in a way where there's not uh, there's not mechanisms in place uh, for, for people to have these services. So Ken found a pain point and he filled it. And I honestly wish that more libertarians did this. I think libertarians as a whole, and this is a criticism. I'm sorry if you're out there listening. Don't be hurt by it. But libertarians as a whole are too focused, too narrowly focused on talking about the philosophy, um, debating, you know, debating back and forth on the principles, which is important. It's very important. You can do all that stuff, but you can do all that stuff and also um, – Make money, be an entrepreneur, uh, influence culture. This is so, so important. We have so many libertarians talking, fighting back with each other in their echo chambers, in Facebook groups, which is fine. And if you want to join a Facebook group, a great one, you can join the Lions of Liberty Forum by going to Facebook and punching Lions of Liberty Forum in the search bar at the top. And we are the number one forum. It is the least echo chambery forum out there. And you can join that. Or if you want to join an even better forum than that, our private Facebook forum, where it's only the greatest and best conversations and the best comedy around, you can join the Lions of Liberty Pride, which we have our private Facebook group and just an over-the-top plug. But uh, you can join that. Uh, one of our many levels we have, lowest starting at $2 per month by going to patreon.com slash Liberty. But back to what I was talking about. More libertarians need to embrace business, need to embrace entrepreneurship, need to embrace um, really making money, um, communicating people, influencing culture, just influencing uh, society in a direction towards liberty. There's only so much we can do talking back and forth on social media. That's a very, very limited. Um, the interactions that are going to change people's hearts and minds are, are interactions that happen in person or interactions that happen culturally as business models change society, like Ken Jenkins is is doing here. Um, and what's happening, he was talking about using the blockchain, what eventually and is being ushered in with the use of blockchain technology. These are the movers of society, in my opinion. Maybe I'm wrong. You know, Maybe donating $125 to your favorite libertarian candidate is, is the way to go. And that's not a bad thing to do. I think we we do need people running for office, and we need to get ideas in that uh, in that echo chamber. Not echo chamber. We need to get ideas in that arena. But honestly, we need more libertarians to step up. So this is a criticism. This is a challenge. I'm trying to do it myself, and uh, 
hopefully some of you will uh, follow Ken's example and uh, and try to try to solve some pain points out there in society and put it put a libertarian spin on it. So hopefully you guys enjoyed today's show. Hopefully you will check out our three contingencies. And with that being said, that's it, guys. Um, I've been on vacation all week. Now that you're listening to this now, I recorded this when I wasn't on vacation. But uh, hopefully you guys are enjoying your Friday or Saturday or Sunday whenever you're listening to this. And I wish you guys nothing but the best. And we'll talk soon. This is John Odermatt signing off. Always remember to keep your head up and the fire is liberty burning.